1: Welcome to the Ice Guys. Monday, October 16th, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, ready to break it down. Another NHL slate on tap five games tonight, and they're all 7 p.m. Eastern start time. So make note of that. Uh, It's weird how they've done it this way, Um, but it is what it is. They're all at the same start time tonight. We'll break those down. Briefly yesterday, uh, Ottawa taking care of business against Tampa Bay 5-2. Great to see that. Uh, Ottawa team total for me, Ottawa money line, which was best bet for uh, Alex on the show uh, yesterday. My over six and a half gets home as well, which was my best bet on the show. So, two and oh, best bet sweep on Sunday. Uh, four and oh, sides in total sweep for me because the other game, uh, Anaheim, man, we uh thought they would be live and Carolina in a bit of a tricky spot. They've already had a two and o start, no urgency. And they didn't play with urgency last night. I jumped on them early, 3-0. Rough night for Ronta, not the best first start of the season for him. Uh, but the Ducks take care of business there with the uh, 6-3 to victory over the Carolina Hurricanes in their home opener. So nice to have that clean sweep, sides and toes. A lot of the props did well that I posted in the two games as well. So great to see. Tompkins, you know, struggling in his first start. Journeyman goalie he has been bounced around minor leagues, played over in Europe for a bit. Uh, And again, Tampa Bay just continues to have issues right now, keeping the puck out of the net and likely will continue to have those issues until they get Andre Vasilevsky back. Brady Kachuk's been a monster this year, by the way. Shout out to him for Ottawa. He has been magnificent to begin the year. Alex, uh, quick thoughts on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, just an interesting game for sure, both games, honestly, but especially
0: that uh, Anaheim-Carolina game and, you know, the Ducks – by the way, you got to say, love the 30th anniversary jerseys. I wasn't really too clean at first. That, of course, the old school look and the colors are back, but those are really nice and uh, a good win for them. And a really interesting note, and I messaged you after the game. I was listening to the, the post game show, I'm typing and just kind of having it on the background. What caught my ear was saying that they're working twice as hard in practices now to try to increase their tempo in games. And I love hearing quotes like that. So that's something to keep note of. They're trying to play fast. Now, Whether the talent, you know, do they have the horses to keep up with certain teams playing that style of hockey? They got to pick their battles with it. But uh, it was a good way to do it against Carolina because Carolina has way more talent. But speed is not their style. They can play you fast. Sure. But they'd rather not. They'd rather dictate the pace and control. And they like a slower tempo. Uh, You know, speed kind of kills for them in in the sense of when they get uh, to start moving things fast, they get a little sloppy. So. Anaheim, working on that to their favor, something to keep uh, keep a note of, and that's a team that we you know, we have circled is grabbing some get, good plus prices with from time to time, so that's something to definitely put in your uh, handicapping notebook.
1: It is, and I appreciate you uh, passing that along to me because that's always good to see. And uh, Greg Cronin, like I say, I, th- I like the hire. doesn't mean it's going to be a great season. Obviously, they're one and one to start, but still, when you can beat a quality uh, outfit like Carolina – You know, that's that's impressive and a nice bounce back considering they lost to Vegas Saturday night on the road bounce back. And look, it was a tougher travel turnaround for Anaheim traveling from Vegas back home. Whereas basically Carolina's got a trip down the freeway from L.A. to Anaheim for the back to back for them last night. So Anaheim overcame it with a nice uh, performance there. Uh, No question about that. All right, let's jump right into Monday. We've got five games. We'll begin with Florida and New Jersey. We've got the uh, Devils. A minus 180 home favorite, six and a half being the total here in this game. Hey, you know where I'm going in this hockey game. It's fade Florida until proven otherwise for me. Uh, This is obviously a team we pegged to have some struggles out of the gate with no Aaron Ekblad, with no Brandon Montour. The two best defensemen on the team, not only in their own end, but driving the play, moving that puck from defense to offense out of their own zone. They've missed that quite a bit. That component is really, really damaged when those two t- uh, guys are not playing and those two players aren't on the ice. Uh, and we are definitely seeing that right now for uh, the Florida Panthers. Meanwhile, you got New Jersey here. they are probably coming into this game with a sense of urgency after losing to Arizona uh, on Friday night uh, in a shootout. And that was uh, another big underdog that came through for me, uh, the Coyotes on uh, Friday night against the uh, Devils. But now's the time for me to get back to the Devils uh, in this game. A New Jersey team that I think is definitely going to want to bounce back. Bobrovsky has not looked great. And Bobrovsky's goals saved above average numbers, they really don't look good uh, here in the first two games. And that would be something that uh, concerns me, especially with the much weaker blue line that uh, Bobrovsky has in front of him right now for this uh, Florida Panthers team. Uh, We are going to see it looks like a little bit of a lineup change here uh, for Florida tonight. Uh, Sam Reinhart's probably been their best forward, you could say, uh, this season for the uh, Panthers. Uh, He's got two points against Winnipeg. He was noticeable against Minnesota, even though they got shut out. And he's going to play on the top line tonight with Barkov and Rodriguez uh, for Florida. So there's probably value in the props tonight for Sam Reinhart uh, on the uh, Florida Panthers side. And you know what that means, whether it's shots on goal, a point prop, goal prop. Uh, value on Reinhardt now moving up to the top line for Florida. Uh, Verhage, Lusterina, and Kachuk stays the same. Uh, but that's the main change there. I mean, that blue line is still very worrisome. Meanwhile, you've got the uh, New Jersey Devils. Like I said, there's going to be a little bit of shifting here to Foley, Hughes, and Bratt uh, on the uh, top line. Meyer, Heashear, and Andre Palat's moving up, actually, uh, to the uh, second line here for the uh, New Jersey Devils tonight. So do keep that in mind. Maybe his props have a little bit of value here in this game. But I like New Jersey here. And what I'm going to do in this uh, spot uh, with the uh, Devils tonight is uh, team total and probably regulation split. Uh, here in this game. So you could do uh, devil's uh, regulation is minus 108 uh, in this game. You could also do if you're worried about this game going to overtime, you could do minus one, minus 114 with New Jersey uh, as well. But I'm going to go in regulation minus 108. And I'm also going to bite a little bit on that team total uh, over three and a half at minus uh, 134 uh, for the uh, New Jersey Devils. So split bet team total and devils and regulations. Exactly what I did with Ottawa. Uh, on uh, Saturday uh, against Philadelphia, uh, and I'm going to use that same pathway with Devils here tonight against the Panthers. The team total split with the regulation price. Uh, Alex, what do you think here, Florida, New Jersey?
0: Yeah, I was seeing higher regulation totals around minus a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty. So if you can find anything, yeah, uh, cheaper than a dollar fifteen, count me in for New Jersey regulation as well. Just a simple fade of Florida.
1: Nice and simple. Why not? That's yeah. that's what we've been doing. Uh, we both were on, I believe, we are both on Winnipeg and we were both on Minnesota uh, in the uh, first two games uh, for uh, fl- uh, against this uh, Florida team. And it's not going to get any easier, obviously, tonight here facing the uh, New Jersey Devils. I love the Hamilton point prop. I absolutely love it. It's undervalued. He's gotten a point in each of the first two games uh, for the New Jersey Devils. I'm surprised, you know, that there's not been a bigger adjustment. With Dougie Hamilton's point prop, it's minus 115 at FanDuel. I mean, that's dirt cheap right now with what you're seeing from him. Uh, There's no question as far as being able to produce offense from the back end. Uh, Great price again uh, on the Dougie Hamilton point prop there uh, tonight in uh, this uh, game. All right, next up, we've got Detroit and Columbus. Uh, The Red Wings, minus 135 uh, road favorites total in this one, six and a half. Of course, Columbus winning the game against the New York Rangers. Um, give them credit. I mean, that was, and that's what they're capable of, you know, offensively. This is a team that should be able to find offense this year. Uh, Patrick Lyonnais, I talked about how I thought he, with Pascal Vincent now as the head coach, was going to really be someone that's going to look to find his stride. Uh, he's gotten a point in each of the first two games, uh, for this, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets team. He also scored in the first game, uh, that they played this season, uh, against Philadelphia. Um, he's been a lot more noticeable. Uh, I think that's what you like to see from him. I think the goal prop probably worth a look for him tonight as well. Uh, it is worth noting here that uh, they are going to give uh, Adam Fantilli, it looks like, who's been playing down the lineup. I'm seeing him listed on the uh, top line for Columbus tonight, the young uh, number three overall pick uh, for the uh, Jackets, playing alongside Lion A and Alexander Tessier. So, Uh, Keep that in mind. It looks like uh, that's going to be some uh, interesting lineup shifting going on by uh, Pascal Vincent. So, Fantilli props now all of a sudden. The value meter uh, goes up just a little bit on that. And he's uh, plus 118 at FanDuel to get a point. And that way you don't have to worry about him scoring his first NHL goal. He did have an assist in the first game. You take the point prop, you just worry about him getting on the score sheet in any fashion. Uh, So, plus 118. Uh, The the point prop for Fantilli, I like that quite a bit uh, here now that he's moving up to that top line. Going to get all kinds of opportunity. If I look at the uh, latest power play uh, units as well, he's going to get that second power play time as well in this game, which is what you like to see. Uh, As far as the goaltending goes, Merzlikens for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, he ended up uh, leaving the game against the Rangers with that illness, that flu bug. It's very similar to what Thatcher Demko dealt with last week. He uh, didn't finish that game. Third period, Spencer Martin comes in, the former Vancouver Canuck, to finish that game. And Merzlikens is still not feeling well enough to play tonight. So it's back to Spencer Martin uh, in net tonight for the uh, Columbus uh, Blue Jackets and uh, not exactly a picture of consistency uh, in net with the uh, Vancouver Canucks. And That's being nice uh, because he definitely had some struggles. And now you look at the way the blue line is with uh, Zach Wierenski out long term, And you really have to wonder, you know, is this going to be a blue line that Martin's going to be able to thrive playing behind or struggle playing behind? You know, there's still a lot of question marks right now with Columbus on the uh, blue line moving forward. And I think you can say the same thing about Detroit. You know, I've said coming into the year, this Cider, Wallman, Sherratt, Hall, Goss, Despair, Petrie, Blue Line, I don't love it. Uh, You know, I think they are a little susceptible at the back end the Detroit Red Wings. They are a team that I don't consistently trust night in and night out to shut down the opposing team. And sure enough, in the first um, couple of games of the season here for Detroit, we have seen some defensive issues uh, for them. You know, New Jersey, uh, the Tampa Bay game. Now, granted, those are some pretty good offensive teams that they played, but they didn't exactly shut the door uh, in either of those two games. They gave up four to New Jersey, four to Tampa Bay, Uh, So four goals in both games. Both of their games have gone over the total. Um, They are capable of scoring goals. And we do have a series history. Four of the last five have gone over the total between these two teams. So I'm on over six and a half here uh, with Red Wings and Blue Jackets. Pretty clear cut and dry decision for me. I like both teams better offensively than I do at the back end right now. I can say that about Detroit for me, and I can say that about Columbus uh, as well. And uh, for uh, Detroit, by the way, I didn't mention it earlier. I'll mention it now. Uh, It is James Reimer going to make his debut with the Detroit Red Wings, his first start uh, in net this season. And um, look, Huso, better than Reimer. Is Huso great? No, but he's better than James Reimer, more trustworthy than James Reimer. And again, Detroit's having issues keeping the puck out of their net. So I like goals both ways tonight, uh, over six and a half here in this game for me. Uh, Alex, uh, Detroit Columbus.
0: Yeah, a lot of five on five hockey. And by that, I mean the goaltenders won't amount to much. Uh, We're going to go over six and a half, but I'm going to wait and grab something in game. I would have grabbed half of this at 120, but I ended up being out today. And when I came back home, I saw 135, 140. I'm seeing the sevens now. And it makes sense. Everybody's fading. Spencer Martin, who is fadable. And. You know, it was funny. I thought somebody was kind of in support of Martin in the chat. But they were just saying they were happy to see his name confirmed. And yeah, rightfully so. His numbers in, in the NHL, you know, weren't that great last year. The one good year he's had in his whole career was that in, in Abbotsford in 21 22, which keep in mind the AHL kind of almost ran like a college league because they were still recovering from the pandemic. So I take a lot of their numbers from that particular season with a huge rain of salt, unless we're talking playoffs. Uh he was a bum in San Antonio years ago. He's just not he's not that guy. So we're gonna go over if you can grab six and a half at a dollar twenty, dollar twenty five, I grab some of that now. Anything higher, wait in game, give this about three or four minutes and then try to hit this uh five and a half. That five and a half should be around maybe one twenty, 120, one twenty five. So you're laying the price out of the way, it's just whether you can get a better number.
1: As far as goal props go tonight, ride the ride the Michigan kid. Playing for his hometown state team, if you will. Alex DeBrinckit's been great to start the year. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Alex DeBrinckit to score a goal. I think if you're going to focus on someone for Detroit, it's him. Larkin to score a goal. Larkin overshots on goal, too. Larkin's been shooting the puck. High-volume shooter uh, early in the season as well for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. So, it's a couple of props there on the Detroit side uh, that I would look to and target here uh, in this game tonight against the uh, – Columbus Blue Jackets. All right, next up, Arizona Coyotes and New York Rangers. We've got the uh, Rangers minus 230, home favorites, six and a half, the total in this one. I'm back to Arizona, man. I am. I'm getting greedy with this team. Um, I I like their energy. I like what they've got. I like the blend up front. I like that they've got Cooley and uh, Keller and Hayton uh, and all this young group that seems to be getting better and they've gained more experience now. Not so much Cooley, but the other two, Hayton and Keller. And Michelli is also a guy that played full season last year for Arizona. They've got a nice little infusion of veterans, bringing in Kerfoot, bringing in Dumba. You know, I like the blend that they've got, Zucker. I mean, they've got a nice little blend going. And they were toe-to-toe with New Jersey the other night. You know, you watched that game, and they were toe-to-toe. It was even. It was a pretty even hockey game. Uh, and that's supposed to be one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And they went in there, and they beat them in a shootout. Now, the one thing that does concern me is you get the Rangers here off a a, a loss and a loss they weren't happy with uh, against Columbus the other night. Maybe if they were off a win, feeling a little overconfident, uh, satisfied, it'd be an even better spot to back Arizona tonight. You would think the Rangers, in theory, are going to want to play better and bounce back here uh, in this one. But, you know, I like Arizona again. I mean, I just think this team's dramatically undervalued to start the season. It's also why I like them against New Jersey. And I'm going to do what I've uh, done sometimes with these big underdogs. This is the, uh, the the approach I took with Anaheim last night against Carolina, where I'm going to do the split bet. We're going to do a little Arizona here uh, on the money line. And there are still some plus 200 prices out there, plus 208 currently at Pinnacle uh, for Arizona money line. And we're going to split it with that team total on the uh, Coyotes as well, which is another dirt cheap number. Kind of reminds me of getting a plus 110, Alex, last night with Anaheim over two and a half. And this one, Arizona over two and a half is like even money, plus 100, minus 102. So I'm going to go with both of those. Um, And that's a great point by Jarrett. Last two at Madison Square Garden, Coyotes Rangers went to overtime. So there's some recent series history proof that Arizona can play this team tough. They're undervalued. And early in the season, uh, again, don't tell Arizona they're supposed to suck. Don't tell Anaheim last night they're supposed to suck and be bad and lose every game. Early in the season, even these mediocre teams, there's going to be a leveling off at some point, clearly. But everyone thinks it's a new season, new optimism. People think, you know, hey, let's let's go. They're excited for the new season. And you're going to get great efforts from these teams that are perceived to be not as good. Uh, and so this is the time to back teams like this and the time to maybe take some shots here early in the season. And like I say, I think Arizona is better than they're being priced right now. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Coyotes, Rangers.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. Like I said, you no know, Arizona, they're going to have these key spots. I just don't know if this is one of them, especially with a Ranger team coming home after already blowing one of these spots against Columbus. That's what make, makes me a little skeptical and more than likely I'm passing this game altogether. I was even trying to look and see, maybe give some credence to the first period over in this spot. But even then, I, I could see where Arizona's going to want to try to slow things down. This is going to look like an Arizona game from two years ago, right? They know they can't just completely start going – Tit for tat with the Rangers, okay? Zabanajad and and Panarin and company will eat them alive if they if they get into a, a boat race. So they got to slow things down early and, and kind of implement their game, but they got to dictate the pace first. So uh, maybe this is one of those games where if I were looking for something live, I'd wait really late see if I can get a half a goal. See if the goaltender step up, and, and that's a big question mark. Connor Ingram in net for uh, Arizona. So you know, I know he had better numbers, especially in the second half, but I'm not fully relying on him just being a brick wall at any given moment. Uh, but maybe 10 minutes in, there's no score. You can get a, uh, you know, just look for a, any goal in the first period, uh, go for a half a goal. This might be the
1: spot I look at for here. But other than that, this is a pass. There's a couple other spots I like that are down on
0: the card. So uh, I'll pass this one all together.
1: All right, a pass here for Alex in, uh this one. Uh, and like I said, I think there's definitely some uh, opportunities here to uh uh, continue to uh look at arizona you're right and that's a. you said basically the reason you're passing is the concern i expressed a minute ago too you're right i wish it was rangers off a, a good win you know rather than a loss that you know they weren't happy obviously with the columbus performance you would expect better uh and we'll see even if that a, ends a, up t- right. a tough loss you know if it had been like a shootout
0: like a 3-2 shootout yeah. loss then I'd be like, okay, and then, and then I actually would probably have me a little bit more leaning on Arizona. But, yeah, just off of a bad loss to a bad team, that's where I'm like, oh, the Rangers come out here and get two goals in a you know a couple minutes and, and, and boat race Arizona. And history has said they usually do crush Arizona. So.
1: Yeah, they do. Although in MSG it's been tougher uh, for yeah. the uh, Rangers uh, against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. We'll see if that can be the case here again tonight. Um, so we'll see how it goes with that. Um, A couple of props. This is not one of the bigger uh, prop games uh, here for me, but uh, definitely when I look at the youngster uh, Cooley, and like I say, I always like to sometimes uh, just for small you know amounts of money in play, but small uh, bets on some of these kids to really want to show what they can do. He had two points and two shots on goal against New Jersey. You know, he was very noticeable out there. He didn't look like he was out of place. Didn't look like he was uncomfortable. So plus 114 on Cooley to get a point. Once again, tonight, you could sprinkle on the goal prop too, 430. If you think he's going to pop his cherry uh, tonight and get that first uh, NHL goal, Uh, that's plus 430. But the point prop, especially plus 116, like I said, a two point night against New Jersey. He looks like he's ready for NHL duty. uh, Logan Cooley. There's nothing that tells me he's not ready uh, to be an integral factor and contributor to this uh, Arizona Coyotes team uh, right away. Uh, Yes, Connor Ingram is in net. And yes, we do have concerns with that, but he was better in the second half last year. And he was really good in the preseason. Now, preseason doesn't always uh, mean that the regular season is going to play out that way as well. But he was solid in the preseason. I'm willing to give him a shot here tonight. All right, Calgary, Washington. We've got the uh, Calgary Flames uh, minus 125 uh, road favorites. uh, And the total in this game currently at uh, six shaded to the over uh, in this game. Uh, I'm back to the well with the Calgary Flames here tonight. Uh, minus 120, minus 125. Um, I thought they should have beat Pittsburgh. He had a bad third period. That can't happen. That was a horrible way to end that game. They had played pretty well. They had actually controlled the flow against Pittsburgh for the first two periods. They outplayed, outshot, outchanced Pittsburgh. They had the one nothing lead. Matt Coronado got the one goal for them. And, of course, that phenomenal uh, call for uh, plus 410 that, uh on Saturday with the bargain bin special of the night segment. Uh, getting that Coronado goal, but I think Calgary's better uh, here uh, in this spot. And to me, this is just more so as not so much Calgary bounce back and I'm higher on Calgary than probably some people, but it's Washington looked God awful against Pittsburgh. Horrendous. I mean, they didn't generate much. They weren't winning many puck battles. They looked slow afoot, which really isn't surprising because they looked that way a bunch last year uh, too. It's just a team that I think's got their share of issues right now. Uh, and as far as the goaltending, Kemper's back uh, from his little uh, uh, tenure away from the team because of uh birth of his kid. Uh, so he's back now, uh, expected to be between the pipes for uh, uh, Washington tonight. Um, we'll see how he fares. Uh, we'll see who's in net for Calgary. It's funny, Ryan Uska hasn't there, hasn't been a goalie confirmation on the Calgary side yet. Is this a spot maybe we see Dan Vladar uh, make his uh, Calgary debut for the season here tonight uh, against Washington? We'll wait and see on that. But regardless, it doesn't change my opinion on this game. Uh, Calgary, I think, has the potential and the capability uh, to beat a Washington team that, you know, to me, there was nothing impressive about their game. I thought the penalty kill was lousy. Uh, two power play goals for Pittsburgh. They got badly outshot, 35-19. to 19. They just didn't generate much uh, at all. It's a winnable hockey game for a Calgary team that's on the up, Washington a team that's on the way down in the other direction. So uh Calgary for me here minus uh, 125. This is one where I'm probably going to um I, I might do a split with the team total again, but I'm probably going to put a little more on the money line because I could also see this, you know, being a three to one kind of win for Calgary. You know, I could see something like that. The team total's three and a half. I do feel a little bit better about the money line rather than just splitting it up evenly with the team total on the flames. So Probably be an 80-20 split if you ask me as far as Calgary money line ratio to the team total on the Flames for me uh, in this game. Uh, Alex, uh, what do you think here Flames Capitals? Yeah, I got to give a big shout out to
0: Jarek Rubel. He's coming through with the, the big stats uh, goaltending-wise in the chat. Normally, those are the things I look at. This goaltending matchup, it screams Capitals in this spot. But form-wise, there is no way I'm touching Washington, and, and Calgary is certainly the side to back here uh i took a shot with them in regulation you can get that now as high as plus 110 to plus 120. uh i saw that plus 105 earlier today but i grabbed a plus 10 i re- rebought in on that so plus 105 110 for uh, record purposes but plus 20s are available for sure this is a capital team i just don't trust off the bottom uh you know and that proud dad theory we like that for a goal scorer prop i'm not really you know too keen on that necessarily for a goal turn. i don't think that means a big win or a shutout necessarily uh, so yeah, everything points to Calgary in this spot. They've got the better pace and intensity. And if this becomes just a skating match, Calgary will skate circles around Washington. Uh, Washington just doesn't have any kind of speed to keep up with what we've seen from this improved Calgary uh, team, especially with the blue men joining, blue liners rather, joining up on the rush. So, uh, give me flames and regulation. All right, flames
1: and regulation here for uh, Alex, uh, with this uh, matchup here against the uh, Uh, Washington Capitals. And I do want to point out there, uh, I also think as far as saves prop, Calgary has not lacked shots on goal again this year. They're shooting the puck. They had a lot of shots against Pittsburgh, especially early uh, in that hockey game. So Darcy Kemper over saves and look, Pittsburgh gave up or Washington gave up 30 shots plus to Pittsburgh uh, in their first game. So yeah, Kemper over saves Perlow is onto it as well. I see in the chat, he likes it as well. Yeah. Kemper over saves. It's probably my favorite saves prop tonight. Uh, Darcy Kemper over saves for uh, Washington. I think he'll be peppered and he'll be tested. And we know one thing about this Calgary Flames team so far this season, it's looked that way. It was like this way all of last season. They're not scared to put the puck on the net. Their accuracy yep. finishing, you know, is still what needs to improve for them. But they're not shy about shooting the puck. And, and I definitely think over saves will be a good prop for uh, Kemper. Uh, and the uh, capitals here tonight uh, in this one uh, as, and as far as props um there's not too many uh on the Washington side obviously they got shut out so you've really got to be careful but here uh actually there is one that I that I am interested in here uh, in this game uh I'll save it because it's bargain bin material uh for later uh, in the uh, show and it's not Matt Coronado uh, we used him once we don't usually go back to the same guy two games in a row uh but I certainly would sprinkle on Coronado again uh, here tonight. Uh, in this game. I mean, he's got, he's the one guy that's got a lethal finish for the Calgary flames. It's it's he gets the puck away quickly. It's a quick release. He's very accurate. He can hit top corner with it. And a lot of the times some other players on this Calgary team can't do that. Uh, So 370 again for uh, Coronado tonight to find the uh, back of the net for the uh, Calgary flames. Uh, Definitely think that is uh, worth a look here, but my uh, goal prop, my bargain bin special for tonight is not that. Uh, It is something else from uh, this game, which we'll get to in a bit. But first, we've got to get to the final game on this Monday card, and it is Connor Bedard in Toronto for the first time uh, in his career. Chicago Blackhawks, Toronto Maple Leafs. uh, Toronto, minus 350, holy favorite uh, in this game. Minus 350 home favorites. uh, The total sitting at six and a half, shaded to the over uh, in this game. I bemoaned it on the recap of Saturday's card on the Sunday show. Frustrated that I didn't go back to the well with the Toronto Maple Leafs over the total. This is a over-machine if I've ever seen one to begin the year. Maybe the best team that the Leafs have had offensively in all these years that Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Tavares have been on the team because they've got even more depth of scoring with Domi there now and Tyler Bertuzzi uh, there now and Matthew Nyes and Fraser Minton, young players that can uh, chip in offensively. They've been quiet so far, but that's not going to last forever. Uh, They're good offensive players. And you look at a guy like Noah Greger with great speed on their fourth line, he's scored a goal for them. So they can get goals from everywhere. Up and down the lineup, uh, all four lines, they are lethal offensively. Not to mention, Riley's a good offensive-minded defenseman. John Klingberg is there now. He has gotten off to a good start offensively from the back end for for the Leafs as well. He's got three points in the first two games for this Toronto team, John Klingberg. Uh, Very, very impressive. Now, in his own end, he can be a train wreck at times. But I'm talking about the offensive side of things for uh, John Klingberg. He's been very good for this Leaf Blue line. He's plus 100 to get a point right now. That's a steal. That's one of my favorite props tonight. John Klingberg point plus 100 uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, That's outstanding because he is getting involved in a lot of this offense. Uh, Take this price with John Klingberg to get a point now. Uh, Before the price uh, increases, if he keeps this point production going, uh, moving forward, definitely like that. They're going to be able to score goals, but the problem for the Leafs is I think they're a weaker defensive team this year compared to last year. Why is that? Because Bertuzzi, while he's great offensively, he's not the most diligent back checker uh, in the world away from the puck. And certainly Max Domi, same thing for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. That concerns me. Klingberg's a plus offensive minded defenseman, but not a great defensive minded defenseman. Sheldon Keefe can talk to the media like he has the last two days about, we got to keep working on our defensive game. I don't know if the personnel long-term right now is in place for them to be just that staunch defensive team. I just don't. And they have had issues with that. Minnesota scoring four goals in your building, you know, is not exactly going to give you defensive confidence. Uh, that is for sure. And then we saw Montreal. They gave up uh, five goals in that game and ended up winning six to five in a shootout. Um, so, you know, th- and look, Chicago has their issues, right? We I'm concerned about Chicago a little bit offensively. They've only scored three goals the last two games. Without Taylor Hall now, they're the, off the top line with Bedard on it. They've had to shift things around a little bit. And it looks like tonight it's going to be Hall, Bedard, and uh, D- although Hall, it looks like, yeah, is he back? He is. Uh, He is back tonight, so that's huge uh, for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Taylor Hall back. So there we go. We got that great top line intact again. Hall, Bedard, and Donato. Keep in mind how great that chemistry was looking in the Pittsburgh game and early in the Boston game until Hall got injured. So uh, very, very unfortunate uh, that he got injured, but nice to see him back this quickly. And Hall, Bedard, Donato reunited. Uh, for uh, Luke Richardson tonight, Johnson, Reichel, Radish, second line, Felino, Dickinson, Perry, the third line, Kachuk, Entwistle, and, uh, and Athenasiou, the Greek stallion, uh, down on the uh, fourth line right now. Uh, the defense, man, good luck to uh, the Vlasic, Jones, Korczynski, Murphy, T- Tenorti, and Kaiser, six for the Blackhawks. Because, gosh, this Toronto team is going to put them to the test. Uh, that is for sure. Now, Morozik is back in Toronto. We know that. Uh, facing his old team. It hasn't been confirmed yet, believe it or not, but I'd be shocked if it's not Peter Morozik in that against his old team. There's always that ax to grind. There's always that extra incentive and motivation and you're fired up to play your old team. But I don't know, you know, this is going to be a Chicago team that's going to be in tough, I think, to slow down this very, very, very tough and explosive Toronto offense, which again, they've scored 13 goals in the first two games of the season, the Leafs. Goal scoring is not their issue. This is one where I'm I'm so bullish on goals in this game uh, here between these uh, two teams that not only am I going to go with over six and a half minus 135, I'm gonna go to an old special of mine, both teams to score in the first period uh, here with uh, Chicago and uh, Toronto. I haven't talked about this much so far uh, this season and I have had my eye on some spots I haven't fired on any. Yet, as far as the both teams to score first period is concerned, but man, if there's ever one to take to to go with, it's this game, and it's plus one forty. Pretty good price there for uh, both teams to score uh, in the first period here, Blackhawks and Leafs. Now it is Joseph Wall in net for the uh, Leafs tonight. His first start of the season. Samsonov played the first two games. People are saying Samsonovs look bad. It's time to give Wall a start. Wall will be better. I'm not so sure. I think a product of the Leafs giving up a lot of goals the first two games is more the play in front of their goaltender, not so much the goalie, Samsonov. And if they are still laboring in their own end tonight, like they did against Minnesota and Montreal, even with Wall and Net, I think they're still going to have a tough time keeping the puck out of the net consistently. And you know Chicago, and especially Bedard, fired up to play that first game in the big smoke, T.O., the T. Dot, for the first time. So I think there's a lot of goals. Over six and a half, and in that first period, both teams to score plus 140. Uh, Alex, Blackhawks and Leafs.
0: Yeah, so I jumped all over this game yesterday and identified this as a spot that I really loved because of two things. Looking at just the history of trends, six, oh, uh, and four to the first period over uh, in the last 10 games when it lined at two. If all the games were lined at one and a half, we'd be talking about 17 and three the last 20 meetings these have been high scoring affairs early and often in these contests so it's a little tricky because we're getting this split we're getting some twos we're getting some one and a half for the first period so here's how i'm recommending this if you have a book with a two that's plus money play that for two units that's a best bet of mine i'm already spoiler alert, that's my best bet tonight if you are if you have a book that's one and a half at minus 150 to minus 175 is what i'm seeing in that range play both teams to score first period plus 140 like Ian recommended for a unit but also wait for that live over to drop from that one and a half that 175 will quickly turn into a 160 into a 150 they don't really start chipping away in 10 or 5 increments until they start getting into that 150 range so we're talking about a scoreless three to four minutes before you're able to lay 120 at that point I would definitely fire even if you have two, definitely try to get 120 for uh, one-and-a-half live. That should be within the, the first three or four minutes of the contest. So that's what I'm all over for tonight. Nothing on the side. And this is one of those games where I wish the Hawks had better goaltending because if we had a capable goaltender, 290, I'd be all over this. But uh, Peter Morazic, 2-9, and nine, lifetime against Toronto. He can have all the revenge in his mind he wants. I don't know if he'll be able to execute it with the way this offense is looking right now. The Leafs should blow the Hawks out. There's going to be a ton of goals in this game. Uh, I think we'll have chances to just keep firing. If you and if you have a book that has next to score props, which we haven't talked about lately because some books have not had this. I found out the reason why. It's because there's an issue with some of the sports books. The the server feed that they get a lot of these lines from has been down with in regards to this. And it has something to do with them possibly cutting a market out. This may only become a two-way market of where you can bet on either team to score and not have the no goal option. So there, while they're in the midst of doing that, we haven't been able to bet this, that too often for our live plays, but that's something I will be looking at uh, often, uh, certainly once it gets fixed. If you do have that option available, this is one of those nights where you'll be able to find a lot of good two way action betting next team to score because I think it's going to go back and forth tonight.
1: Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I think it's going to be uh, a fun game to watch. And sometimes I get a little nervous when it's these obvious over spots. And you feel, how does this not go over the total? I kind of felt that with Tampa at Ottawa going into yet, like how does that not go over the total? Even Detroit Tampa, I felt that way. How does it not go over the total? And it did. So maybe, you know, relax. You know, if it's it's sometimes you just you, you find ways to scare yourself out of uh, a position and out of a a stance and a wager. And I refuse to do that anymore, even if it looks obvious. And this does look obvious that we should see some offense both ways. Uh, here tonight and there's so many different ways you can go about it from props first of all bedard to get a point bedard to get over three and a half shots on goal i'm telling you what there's still value on bedard over shots the kids fire in the puck he's doing it early and often Uh, he continues to shoot the puck a lot for chicago five six and five are the shots on goal numbers registered by connor bedard in the first three games and still only over three and a half at around minus 150 so i think he hits four shots again the bedard uh, shot uh, or the point prop is good. And look, that was one of the games where he was held in check a little against Montreal. Point minus 140. This might be the time maybe that find that second goal, plus 195 uh, in this uh, game potentially as well. Uh, you meant, uh, The last time we saw Hall Donato and Bedard together as a line, uh, Ryan Donato found the back of the net. So, you know, he's always alive, I think, at plus 350. Uh, at Caesars maybe to find the uh, back of the net for Chicago. For Toronto, I've said William Nylander over shots on goal and William Nylander like to score a goal. If you bet those two things, you're going to make money more often than not. Uh, And again, his over shots on goal tonight, Nylander, again, playing for a contract uh, over three and a half minus 144 at Bet Rivers uh, to get a goal plus 125. Uh, He scored in back-to-back games. Nylander, you can't go wrong right now. Matthew's back-to-back hat-tricks. He's been unbelievable. He has been uh, incredible for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hat-trick against Montreal, and he has another one uh, against Minnesota on Saturday. But, you know, we are actually seeing uh, at some books, at least at Bet365, we are seeing some adjustments. The hat-trick prop for Matthews is plus 1,400. 14-1 to to get a hat-trick for Matthews. So if you buy into a third straight game to start the season for him to get a hat-trick, 14 to 1. Now, it's not the 2025 20, 30 to 1 that it was the first two games. They are starting to adjust that a little bit, but still 14 to 1. If you think Matthews can make it three straight games in a row with a hat trick to begin the season, it, it's not
0: crazy to you know turn away from. I mean, 14 to 1, when you're talking about Peter Mrazig, and
1: if he gets chased, it's Arvid Soderblom. And yeah. why not take a flyer on 14 to 1? Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't talk anyone out of it just because he's done it so far. And this is going to be one of those deals, too. And as we saw in the first two games, like they're feeding Matthews, especially when he gets those two goals. Uh, There's no question. Yeah, 22 to one. Cheshire Cat says he found a 22 to one. If he did good find, that's obviously a little bit of a better price. So uh, no doubt. Uh, And uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but uh, how this one plays out. And by the way, you know who's got some value tonight? Bertuzzi as well got off the Schneid. He might be worth a look. But moving up to the second line tonight for Toronto is I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Callie Yarncroak moving up the line and line up to the second line. He's going to play with Nylander and Tavares tonight. And Sheldon Keefe said, you know, I think he's earned it. He's played well. Uh, He's gotten on the score sheet. And now he's going to get even more opportunity. Not only that uh, second line role, but uh, it looks like he's also going to maybe get some power play time tonight uh, for the uh, Leafs as well on the second unit. Uh, So Callie Yarncroke power play point plus 600 if you're really feeling frisky. Uh, and uh, plus 350 to score a goal for uh, him tonight for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Again, a guy moving up to the uh, second line uh, with Nylander and Tavares, obviously playing with very good players. He had a two-point night uh, against Minnesota uh, on Saturday, uh, getting a goal and an assist. So definitely some value there for sure. Uh, great game. Looking forward to that one. Very entertaining card, actually. There's a lot of games. Yeah. There should be some goals. So uh, two in particular. I really like the overs in the uh, in Toronto and in Columbus. Uh, specifically, But we should see, you know, a decent amount of goals tonight in these five games and some entertaining hockey. So great stuff uh, with that. Shout out to everyone in the chat. 272 yep. live viewers. Hit the like button. Remember, uh, Ice Guys Family Plan, $9.99 a month. Uh, we've got tons of great stuff. Finally, by tonight, as I'll be working on finalizing those power ratings. It's busy on Mondays when I got all these shows to do, but we'll get that out there tonight. First set of power ratings for the season. We'll do the top five teams on the community tab on YouTube. It's just such a clunky uh, interface as far as texting is concerned on the YouTube community uh, for the family plan members. So the full power ratings will be on the Patreon page, just like Alex's full goalie charts. uh, Depth charts are going to be the full version are going to be on the Patreon page, only the top five on the community tab. So that's the way we'll go about it and again we'll have our daily betting card on both patreon and the uh, community page our player props on patreon and the community page live bets man alex is off to a hell of a season uh with that uh, live bets how about that another easy one with that first period over with carolina and anaheim last night i mean he just put the thing out there and then all of a sudden bam it's two nothing anaheim Uh, just like that couldn't get any easier uh than that uh, so lots of great stuff and we haven't even scratched the surface with the family plan members yet. We're going to have lots of video content. We're going to start get doing some bonus live betcasts throughout the course of the season as well, which will be exclusive to those that are signed up with the ice guys family plan as members. So uh, make sure you check that out and join if you haven't done so already. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Join the family plan and also check out the Patreon page too. patreon.com slash Ice guys. Like I said, all the full charts will be written there. It's much cleaner interface. We will also have them uh, eventually available for download form, for PDF form. So if you want to have a copy that you can download rather than just copy, paste into your, uh, you know, current notes or whatever, you want to have something that you can keep and save in your phone necessarily, we'll be working on that. So those will be coming up real, real soon. Uh, We'll also have a couple of articles as well. We're also going to add, I've noticed a lot of this. I don't know if you've been seeing this, Ian, in the chat. There's been a lot of people asking about different things like, you know, certain uh, kind of, you know, types of lingo that we use as betters that are hockey specific. So I'm going to do like a little kind of a chart, if you will, and post that in the Patreon page as well. If you're wondering about some of the terms that we may throw around that you may not be familiar with, some of the new viewers. We will have all that information tracked there as well. And also the Ice Guys store, check that out, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. We got all of our regular merch there, but we're going to have a limited edition drop coming soon. And this will be unveiled on Wednesday. To those of you who are signed up to the Ice Guys family plan on YouTube and the Patreon page, we will have the code out. We're dropping a couple of new hats. We got a snapback hat in the works. We've got a toque in the works. We've got a nice bomber jacket. So we got a couple of cool things. So check that out. Those will drop for family plan members and Patreon members on Wednesday. It'll be open to the public uh, over by the weekend and also just check out the store every day ice guys at we got all kind of new items in there as well
1: special shout special shout out to David Shelton 499 donation uh we appreciate and this is extra on top of you know this is not a membership sign up this is a donation and that's even more heartfelt and appreciative uh, on our part uh, we appreciate that David Shelton I know you cast with one of those big gold props uh, on the weekend so uh, we appreciate it uh, the four ninety nine donation, a small tip to get the day started. Five bucks worth of luck for us to share. Very much. Very kind, David. Appreciate it very much. And shout out to our two new uh, Ice Guys Family Plan members since this show started. Damon Williams, uh, shout out to you. We appreciate it. New YouTube member. Uh, and JT Eel as well. Uh, thank you for joining us here yeah, on the a, Ice Guys Family great Plan. Great
0: question in the chat about what's the difference between the, the family plan and the Patreon plan. So let me explain the Patreon plan. Yeah. All of our full writing content will be in the Patreon plan. So my full goalie charts and, and uh, power rankings, Ian's power rankings, any articles. Uh, we've already got the bookmarks that uh, all better should follow, all hockey better should follow. We'll have certain special things that are more written driven in the Patreon uh, uh, platform. On the Ice Guys family thing will be mostly video content, but we we'll also have some written things like just the the short segment of our power rankings uh and of course the live plays that i've been entering in those will be we don't have that kind of compatibility to add in things quick enough on patreon so we have to have that for youtube so we encourage everybody to have of course youtube the mobile app to be able to get those things as well so and that's that part is completely free so that's the difference between
1: having the ics family plan with youtube and having the patreon package There you go. Great explanation. Yeah, absolutely. And there are some there are some differences. There's a lot of things that are uh, similar to both, but there are some differences. And Alex pointed those out very nicely there between Patreon and, of course, the uh, Ice Guys uh, Family Plan YouTube channel uh, membership as well. Uh, All right. Let's get into I know everyone. It's like the segment that people just can't get enough of. Everyone's anxiously awaiting it each and every time now each and every day on this show, and it's the Bargain Bin Special of the night. And we're swinging for the fences with tonight's Bargain Bin Special of the night because it's not like this guy is a household name. It's not like this guy is going to be playing a ton of minutes tonight based on his position in the lineup. But We're going to go back to the Calgary Flames-Washington Capitals game uh, for our uh, Bargain Bin Special of the night. We're going to go to a Washington Capital player, uh, believe it or not, This is a guy that never – and actually, this is a guy that was with the Calgary Flames organization the last few years, never got a fair shake. Daryl Sutter didn't give him the time of day, didn't give him any sort of opportunity. And obviously, sure enough, he uh, decided, I'm going elsewhere uh, in the offseason. He signed a one-year deal with Washington in the summer. Now, I think he signed that deal – he he made up his mind that, um, you know, he was going to leave after last season he wanted no part of calgary now i think he left even after sutter was let go but he said still i I want a new change of scenery washington gave him a nice contract for one year and now he's going to be on the capitals tonight on the third line against a team that he used to be with that really never got a fair shake and this guy does have some offensive capabilities 36 goals in 66 games last year in the ahl with the calgary wranglers Uh, And he just never got enough opportunity with the Flames, with the big club. Well, now he's playing for Washington. He's going to be on their third line tonight. And he gets his first opportunity to play the team that didn't give him that fair shot last year. You think he's going to be fired up tonight? I should think so. We're going with Matthew Phillips for the Washington Capitals. Caesars has him at plus 700 to score a goal tonight. There you go. This is, this from a situational standpoint, it makes sense. This is a guy that at the AHL level has shown an ability to score goals. Are there questions about whether he can show it at the NHL level? Yes, but I love the spot. I love the situation that Calgary didn't get really the opportunity he thought he deserved there, and now he gets to play Calgary for the first time as a member of the Washington Capitals tonight, playing on their third line, Uh, and he is plus 700 at Caesars, to score a goal tonight, uh, and even at some other books, there's still some good prices. Plus six fifty at Fanduel, plus six twenty five at Bet ninety nine, even Bet MGM have plus five fifty. DraftKings has plus five fifty with Matthew Phillips tonight. So you're talking about some really good prices in a spot where I think this guy is going to really want to play his ass off tonight here against this Calgary Flames team, and he is going to be on the second power play tonight for the Washington Capitals as well. Uh, even better. What a price! Plus seven hundred. Matthew Phillips to score a goal for the Washington Capitals, spurned by the Calgary Flames, and looking for a dose of payback here tonight. All right, that's interesting. It's interesting, and it's that, and a good
0: angle. Like I said, sometimes those angles they, they they seem a bit benign, but when you really kind of dig in deep, and, and once they hit the ice, those usually tend to pan out. So uh, that's a, a great, great, uh, great angle and a, a great payout if that one cashes. For sure. One no um, I like for tonight. I'm going to go with actually the one that started it all for you, Ian, Ryan Donato. You know, he's the forgotten guy on that line. Everybody looks at Connor Bedard. Everybody's going to look at Taylor Hall now that he's back in the line. But Ryan Donato is a talented guy. He deserves to be on the top line of an NHL team. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that it's with the Blackhawks. I think he gets a goal here tonight. And I'm seeing Caesars at plus 350, a couple of other books at plus 325. So uh, let, let's get him right back uh, from the bargain bin here. Ryan Donato, the score for the Hawks tonight. All right. One of our
1: favorites. We've already cast one with him this season on the bargain bin special of the night. See if we can get one again, courtesy of Ryan Donato for the Chicago Blackhawks tonight as part of the uh, bargain bin special. Uh, David Shelton. He's, it must be Christmas for the ice guys. Another donut. We appreciate it. $9.99, David, that's much appreciated. uh, And thank you. I mean, it's, it's awesome to see that again, you are the guys, you're the reasons we are able to do this show, all your support, uh everyone uh, not only tuning in every day but uh, joining the family plan we really do appreciate it so shout out to everyone uh for showing the uh the gratitude and the appreciation uh for us doing this show and the only show the only hockey betting show that's on uh, seven days a week uh, throughout the uh, nhl season all right best bets now to wrap up this monday edition of the ice guys a 2-0 sweep with best bets uh, yesterday see if we can uh, deliver another 2-0 and sweep for this monday slate alex we'll start with you what do you like for best bet we're going with the hawks and maple leafs
0: over two in the first period plus 110 that is fairly widely available grab that if you can if you can't grab that that one and a half that is way too steep at 170 you're going to wait about three or four minutes try to grab that at minus a dollar 20 and hit that we should see goals galore Hoping uh, they won't come super fast because I want everybody to grab in on this with that one and a half, but definitely grab a two right now if available. That's Chicago, Toronto over two in the
1: first period. It's my best bet for Monday. All right, there it is. Chicago, Toronto over two. First period for Alex B. Smith with his uh, best bet for this uh, Monday card. Uh, my best bet for uh, tonight. Uh, I am gonna go with the. Um, I'm gonna go with that uh, Detroit Columbus over six and a half minus one thirty five. Red Wings two and and0 to the over this season. Uh the first game for Columbus State uh, under the total, but that was against Philadelphia. Uh Detroit's got a lot more offensive capability to it, uh struggling on the, at their own end. Reimer in net for the Red Wings. Don't exactly trust him. And I certainly don't trust Spencer Martin and a blue jacket blue line without Zach Wierenski on it. For the last five meetings have gone over the total in the series. And I think we see another one tonight. Let's go Detroit Columbus over six and a half. Uh, minus 135 for my best bet for this Monday card. All right, that'll wrap it up. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button. Eight days and counting away from our first live Betcast of the season for this monster Tuesday night, October 24th NHL card that starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. The staggered start times, Uh, we will be with you starting at 6 p.m. Eastern next Tuesday, October 24th. For our first Ice Guys live betcast of the season. Not too early to request a, a spot on the betcast. You know the same procedure as yeah, always: sure. DM or email uh me or Alex, and we will make sure we send you the link during the betcast when it is taking place. But yeah, we are looking forward to that. That's going to be a great night. We've been begging the NHL for years to have a night like that where they stagger the start times, and finally they're doing it. Reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck, and we will talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys. (laughs)